Welcome to another episode of Your Story, God's Glory. My name is Lynn. I just want to thank you for being here today, for being part of this podcast. I truly appreciate you taking your time to listen to this episode. I also want to give a thanks to everyone who's reached out, whether it's been through text, social media. Uh, It honestly is something so amazing to be able to hear from you, to hear uh, that any of these episodes have been an impact to you. I truly appreciate it. Uh, So honestly, if if any of these episodes have been an impact to you or if any of these episodes um, have have really spoken to you, please, please, please reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, It's not for my ego, not for anything like that, but I want to know what you think. I want to know how this has impacted your life. It has impacted at all or anything like that. Um, Please, please, it's awesome to hear from people, and and I would love to hear what you have to share. Um, I would love to connect with you. I would love to pray with you. Uh, You can shoot me a text if you have my number. You can reach out on social media. Or you can also check the show notes for the email that I have on there. I would love to hear from you and I would love to connect. Uh, Today, what I want to talk about is healing from church hurt. And I want to give a full-on disclaimer. I do not have the answers. I do not have the solution. Uh, I do not have the key to know what it is to fully heal from church hurt. All I have is my testimony, what God has been doing in my life, um, how God has helped me heal from a lot of the things that have occurred in my life with church hurt. And I hope that this episode be something that can impact you and that can help you in your process if you're dealing with something similar. Um, But I pray and I hope that you don't have to deal with any of this. I pray and hope that this is just another episode that you can listen to and understand and see a different perspective of the church. And for those of you who aren't involved in church, for those of you guys that don't go to church and are just listening to this podcast, I don't want this to be any type of discouragement um, to step away from ever attending a church, to step away from ministry or anything like that. Um, here's the thing that happens with church. Uh, a church is a place where people who are broken, people who are hurt, people who are trying to find their purpose, uh, people who are trying to seek God are all coming together um, as one body, as one family. And in all of that, there are going to be situations where people are going to disagree, people are going to clash. And unfortunately, there is going to be church hurt. There is going to be times where these disagreements hurt us, where uh, certain things people say will hurt us, where certain things people do will hurt us. And I don't want this to be a discouragement for you to not attend the church. I would love to have you visit my church or your local church. Um, But one of the realities of church is having to deal with problems, having to deal with these types of situations. And I would much rather address the issue than sweep anything under the rug and let it be a surprise to you. Um, But what I want to share today is just things that God has been doing in my heart, um, how he has brought me through certain situations and how he has brought me through dealing with some of the hurt that I've been through. Um, One of the first things I want to touch on is um, the minor church hurt. And what I mean by minor is, is the things that that we can easily brush off because there are plenty of times that we're going to disagree with people and we're going to be able to brush off whatever they say. It's not going to impact us in such a way um, that's going to affect us very much, but we're able to really just uh, leave things be 
and we're able to move on fairly quickly. Uh, this type of hurt happens, I mean, whenever we have disagreements at church, whenever we have disagreements on how to handle ministry. Um, but at the same time, what I want to encourage is for you to pray. Because even though it's something that's very minor, something, a small disagreement, when we leave the door open for the enemy to come in and, and start to distort things, that that's where it gets dangerous. Where it may be a small disagreement that we have, but at the same time, if we don't address it within ourselves, if we don't address it directly to God, it can blow up out of proportion. And something small, a small disagreement can turn into something very big that will affect not only ourselves, but the people around us. And so even in those moments where we do disagree with people in ministry, where we do disagree with people in church, uh, my suggestion and my encouragement is always to go to prayer. Always go to God and, and really talk to Him. Pour out your heart. Let Him know, like, um, really what's going on. What what it, Question yourself. Question yourself. Did you do something wrong? Is there something uh, in my heart that I need to check? Is there something in my perspective that I need to change? And even if it's not, um, allow for God to work in your heart still. Pray to God to protect your heart, to protect your mind, and to bless the other individual you disagreed with as well so that they may continue doing ministry, so that they may continue working, and so that God may continue to work in their hearts. Not just dismiss the whole situation, but to also pray for ourselves and for them so that we know that everything that is going on in ministry, everything that's going on in our churches, that there's a solution and not just something that gets brushed off by ourselves. And so there's going to be those moments where we have those situations where it's minor things that come up that we have disagreements and we brush off, um, whether it's because the individual that we disagree with is not someone we really uh, hold up to high esteem and and I'm sorry to say it like that but there are going to be people at church that that we know cannot speak into our lives because they're they're not assigned to our lives in that manner um, but e but even at that we still should be praying for them and we still should be praying for ourselves that God continues to work in us to transform us if we're wrong, to change our hearts, to change our minds and our way of thinking if we are in the wrong. And so in those moments, in, in those moments of hurt, um, however small it may be, we still need to go into prayer so that we make sure that we protect ourselves from the things that the enemy is trying to do, from the lies that the enemy is trying to pour into us, where instead what we could do is just go directly to God. And, and um, aside from that, we also need to surround ourselves with people that will speak into our lives and not just people that we can talk to or gossip because it's not about the gossip. It's not about spreading anything, but it's about talking to someone that's going to encourage you, that's going to correct you, that's going to hold you accountable. Um, it's, it's a person that we can rely on, not just so that they can egg us on and encourage us and tell us, yeah, you're right, you're right. No, it has to be an individual that can listen to us and will and will help us put ourselves on in a place where God wants us to be. We have to find that individual that can pour into us in such a way that we can move forward from these types of pains, from this type of hurt. And if you don't have an individual like that, start praying for that. Start praying for God to, to provide a person or a few people that can come into your life and can be that individual that you can talk to, 
that individual that you can pour your heart out to because we have to have discernment as well because we can't just speak to anyone when it comes to situations like this we can't just share with absolutely anyone in the church because we don't know where they're at spiritually we don't know how they're going to handle the situation and we don't know what their character is like so there's going to be relationships that you're going to have to build for a while before you can share certain things with them um, so that so that you can move forward so that you can continue going in your work in the kingdom things that god is going to continue to do you need to surround yourself with people that will truly truly encourage you and truly hold you accountable in these types of moments and, and so those types of things that happen that are minor things that happen that are smaller disagreements we still need to make sure that we surround ourselves with people that will encourage us while at the same time first and foremost go to god first and foremost go to god in prayer that he is going to handle the situation and everything that's going on so that's one aspect of church hurt, the minor disagreements that happen. We still need to really cover ourselves uh, in prayer and cover the other individual as well to make sure nothing is left open for the enemy to come in and distort and try to affect us in any negative way but so that we can move forward. And then come the bigger church hurt issues. Then come the bigger uh, situations that we really, really, really have to pray about to know how to handle the situation. And like I said at the beginning with the disclaimer, I don't have the key or the answer or the solution to all of the church hurt that occurs. But for me personally, there have been things that I've gone through um, that have occurred with me where God has really dealt with me in my heart. God has really dealt with how to handle situations. And and I'm not going to share details, obviously, or anything like that. But there have been moments uh, while I've been doing ministry that there have been people that have talked about me. And I don't know if you're in that situation or have been through that situation where stuff has been uh, talked about you, um, where rumors have been spread, uh, where situations have occurred. And for me, my immediate instinct is this needs to be addressed. I need to talk to these individuals. I need to make sure everything's sorted out. And all of these things kept running through my mind. But in reality, when I went to, to prayer with God, one of the things I, I kept uh, feeling God nudging me on is to wait, to wait. I kept feeling the need to stay silent. And this was very difficult because, yeah, um, my character is, is kind of um, very quiet and I'm not one to, to fully speak up. But this was a moment for me to really speak my voice and really speak my mind about what was going on and everything that was happening. But in reality, God was telling me to wait. And it was very difficult because stuff was being said about me that really hurt. Stuff was being said about me that uh, affected me. Uh, but in reality, what was going on within me is that God was beginning to transform my heart and my mind in how I see certain things in life. God was already transforming my life around and it was a moment for me to wait. And I don't know if you've been in that situation or if you're currently in that situation right now where you are being talked about, where you are in that moment of not knowing what to do, if you need to uh, go to certain people to address the situation, if you need to have a meeting, if something needs to, to be held within the whole church or something like that. But sometimes there are going to be moments where God tells you to be quiet, where God tells you to wait, where God tells you to not say a thing, 
when instead this is your moment to be in deep prayer, to begin to fast, to begin to spend time with God more than you ever did before. Uh, because these are the moments where your character begins to get built. And for me personally, this was a time for God to to really transform other things in my life. And as much as I wanted to say something, as much as I wanted to speak up, as much as I wanted to address the situation, uh, uh, God wanted me to stay silent. And I did. And it was hard and it was difficult because it was it was a very painful process. And and nobody really knew about that. Um, except for one individual who saw me go through that process. But aside from that individual, really, there was nobody else that would see me go through that process. Nobody else saw me uh, those moments where I, where I would be crying. Nobody saw me in those moments where I would be frustrated. Nobody saw me in those moments where I was in prayer. I was trying to understand what God was doing, why uh, things were being allowed the way that they did. But in reality, God was working something different. God was doing something within me personally that needed to be addressed within myself. And in that process, there was growth that was going on within me. Aside from everything that was going on around me, aside from everything that was going on at church, there was a lot of things that God was doing with me personally. And there's going to be moments where that's going to happen, where church hurt is going to happen. But in reality... In that church hurt, God is going to do something in you so big that it's going to transform your heart and your mind. And and that's where we have to really pay attention. What what not 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 really the people that are talking, not really the people that hurt you, but more so what is God doing in you? Because we have to remember too that the people that hurt us, they're also human, yes. But at the same time, we don't know what they're dealing with. We don't understand the situation that they're going through. We don't understand why they hurt us. But this is the moment for us to pray for them. This is the moment for us to to really be that Christ-like individual and lift them up in prayer. If we were to look at Matthew chapter 5 in verses 43 to 47, I'm 43 to 48, it says this. You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as, the tr- as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives sunlight to both evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. We are called to be different. We are called to be individuals who are going to lift up those who attack us in prayer. And that's something very difficult to do because our our natural instinct, at least for myself, speaking for me personally, is to come and not necessarily attack, but address the situation, to defend myself, uh, to to say, to speak up and say these things. But in reality, in, in my season, in my moment, I had to stay silent. I had to allow God to work in me first and, and transform my mind about certain people, transform my heart about the situation before anything occurred. And even to this day, I've been silent. Even to this day, I haven't spoken up about the situation that occurred and God has just shown me that it's 
at this point, it doesn't matter. At this point, it's not important because God already worked in me in such a way, in such a crazy manner that God moved me from where I was to where I'm at now. And, and it's something so incredible, something so incredible that God did because my mind shifted. My mindset changed. And even though, yes, I was hurt, I went directly to God because that's something that we need to do as Christians, as believers, is go directly to God and leave everything to him. As difficult as it is, the situation that you may be dealing with or whatever you have dealt with, you have to go directly to God. You have to go directly to the source and pour out your heart. And at the same time, pray for the individual or individuals who hurt you. Because we may not understand what they're going through. We may not understand their situation. But there are things that they are harboring that are causing them to act the way that they do. Just as we harbor things without even knowing, God is working in us to take those things out. And so at the same time, the individuals who hurt you are harboring things that need to be worked on. And so we may not need to address it directly with that individual. But what we could do is stand in the gap and pray for those people. Pray that God continue to work in them. Pray that God continue to show them that, yeah, they were in the wrong. To show them that, yeah. God still needs to work in you just like he needs to work in me. And we need to see that we need to lift them up in prayer just as we lift ourselves up in prayer. And church hurt, when when these things occur, it's not going to be pretty. A lot of the times we feel like just stopping. A lot of the times we feel like just we need to leave. We need to uh, stop doing ministry. We need to walk away from this church. And, and unfortunately, sometimes it is going to have to be like that for your personal health for your personal well-being sometimes it may need to occur because the place is too toxic and it's not something that God intends for you and yes you may need to walk away but other times God wants you to wait other times God wants you wants to work in you first before you make any sudden movement and in that time frame in that moment of waiting we need to allow God to really start to to mold us start to change things in us and we may not be in the wrong we may not be the ones that cause the issue or the situation but our character needs to begin to change too there is growth in church hurt and, and it, it really sucks to say it like that because it's not something we want we want to see growth in, in triumph we want to see growth in victories but sometimes there is growth when it comes to church hurt because we we begin to see a different perspective we begin to to show a different character and god is going to speak for us god is going to be the one to show through our character who we really are and and so when you when you get to a place where people have hurt you when you get to a place where there has been damage you need to allow God to, to speak to you directly. And yes, surround yourself with people that will be there to encourage you, that will be there to correct you, that will be there to hold you accountable and, and will be there to be that voice of reason as well. To be the one that's going to that's gonna be by your side to help you through this situation. But at the same time, always keep God at the center of everything that you do always keep God at the center of every prayer of every situation because even in church hurt even in all of everything that occurs God still moves God still moves in such a way that that we don't understand or comprehend 
But when we see the outcome of it, when we see what God is going to end up doing, that's where we see the victory. That's where we see something so amazing. And so I don't know the types of things that you've dealt with. I don't know the types of things that you've gone through. But there might be a time where God's going to tell you to stay silent. There's going to be a time where God tells you not to speak up um, or to try to defend yourself or to try to justify yourself or anything like that because God is going to take care of it. Other times you may have to speak up. Other times you may have to walk away. Other times you may have to leave that specific church. But unfortunately, church hurt is going to happen. We are going to a church where broken people go. And where there's broken people, our egos are going to clash. Our characters are going to clash. We are we are in a process. Each individual at a church is in a process of learning our identities, learning who we are in God's kingdom, learning uh, about our character, changing our mindset, changing our heart. So in that process, it it there's no there shouldn't be a surprise where our character may come out as bad. But even when that happens, we need to really see what God is going to do through all of that. And, and I encourage you, even if you're going through a pain right now, even if you're going through hurt right now, spend time with God and, and really talk to him, really pour out your heart to him and really ask, OK, God, what are, what are you going to do through this situation? What are you going to do through this whole problem? Because it hurts. It's painful. I'm tired of dealing with these individuals. I'm tired of having to show up and show my face like this while people are still talking, while people are still saying things, while all of this is going on. But God is that comforter. God is the one that's going to bring that peace. God is the one that's going to elevate you. All we have to do is be obedient. All we have to do is spend time with him. And this is this is the moment where we dive into scripture. This is the moment where we begin to fast. This is the moment where we begin to extend our prayer time, where we begin to uh, really be in his presence so that we can understand what God is doing. Even though the enemy meant it for evil, God is going to turn it for good. Even though things happen because of people's character and people's ego, people's pride, God can still turn it for good. And we have to trust that God is going to make that happen. So whatever it is that you have dealt with or are currently dealing with, whether it's at home, hurt that may have happened with family, hurt that may have happened at church, we need to bring it to prayer to God. We need to really give these things to God so that he can sort things out. First within us and then within the individuals that hurt us. Don't be discouraged. Don't throw in the towel just yet. Don't walk away from God's calling of what he has for your life. Instead, listen. Even if you enter into a moment of rest, even if you enter into a moment of waiting Allow God to continue to minister to you personally before you take a leap into something that God did not intend. Church hurt is going to happen. Church hurt it is going to be here for as long as we are on this earth and for as long as this earth stays here. Uh, because we are broken individuals. We are individuals who need a savior and we are not perfect but at the same time, we need to allow God to work in our hearts and in our minds to transform us. And so in those moments, we need to really see what God is doing. We need to really pay attention 
to how God is going to shift things around, how God is going to move things around, the people that are going to come into our life and the people that are going to have to leave our lives. Because God is going to send people at the perfect timing to make sure you are surrounded by the individuals you need to be surrounded by. And at the same time, God is going to remove the people that don't need to be there anymore. And that's where the hurt happens too. Where the people you thought you could rely on are no longer there. And then the people you thought you could never rely on are the ones that are most present in your life. And so I want to pray with you right now, but I really encourage you, whatever hurt you've been dealing with, whatever pain you've been dealing with, honestly, the place that we need to go first and foremost is to God, to God, to the feet of Jesus, to our knees, to surrender and give everything to God to allow God to work in our hearts and in our minds, to change how we think, to change how we act so that we can see the hand of God move, so that we can see transformation happen in our lives and in the lives of others. So whatever situation you're dealing with, I, I really, really encourage you, go to God right now. Give it to God. Let God know how you're truly feeling. Let God know who hurt you. Let God know how the situation happened. He already knows, but he wants to hear from you. And I pray that, honestly, if you've never dealt with church hurt, I pray that it stays like that. I pray that you never have to deal with it. And if you never step foot in a church, I, I pray that you do. Because you need we need that fellowship we need that connection we need that family and, and you're probably thinking why would i go to a place that could hurt me yeah i understand i understand and, and it's crazy it's crazy to think of it like that but in reality you're not going to church for people you're going to church for god you're going to church for a relationship with your savior you're going to church to understand your calling, to understand your purpose, to understand what God has for you. And yes, you're going to be surrounded by people who are going to encourage you. You're going to be surrounded by people who are going to be by your side, while at the same time you are going to be surrounded by people who, unfortunately, want to see you destroyed. And when that happens, we need to stand strong and we need to pray for those individuals. We need to go to God and let God handle every situation. And right now we're going to pray and I just encourage you, I encourage you to give it to God. Go to God for every and any type of hurt that you've had. Whether it's been with your spouse, with your significant other, church, pastors, anything. Go directly to God and allow him to be able to, to move in your heart and allow him to change things. Allow him to transform things. So as we pray right now, I want you to really open up and be true to God. Really let him see what you've been feeling. Really let him see the things you've been dealing with. Father God, at this moment, I lift up this individual listening right now. I pray, Father, whether or not they've been through this type of situation where they've been hurt, I ask, Father, that you surround them right now with your overwhelming peace. I pray, Father God, that you move in their hearts and begin to uh, take out the things that don't belong and begin to fill them 
with that love that you have for them. Remind them, Father God, that you are there. Remind them, Father, that you haven't left them. I pray, Father God, that you continue to work in their hearts and in their minds. And if they have been hurt, Father God, please guide them, Lord, to know how to forgive. And if they can't forgive right now, Lord, continue to put that in their hearts, Lord, that they may forgive one day, Father God. And I just pray, Lord, that you... Uh, begin to mend the things that were broken. Begin to lift them up, Father God. Give them the strength to keep going. Surround them, Father God, with people that will encourage them, people that will uh, support them, people, Lord, that will correct them, people that will hold them accountable. I ask you, Lord, that you begin to heal the wounds, begin to heal the pain, begin to encourage, Father God, and just surround them with your overwhelming peace. I thank you for their lives, Father. I thank you for what you are doing. And I ask, Lord, that you continue to work and show them, Lord, the great things you have for their lives. I thank you, Father God, for this opportunity and this time that we have together, Lord. And I pray, Father, for any individual that doesn't know you, Father, that they may be encouraged to look to you, that they may be encouraged to give their life to you, Father God, that they may seek you wholeheartedly, Father, because you are our God. You love us and you are here for us, Lord. I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. I thank you, Lord, for how good you've been to us. And I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.